This is the Awakening Podcast with your host, Michael Kubisky. Hey, Awakening Podcast listeners, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit even from your the podcast right from your phone or your computer. Your choice. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Hey guys, how you doing? Yep, it's me, Michael Kabisky. Um, I'm just here, yep. And uh, this is part two to um, Let Your Light Shine. I believe that's what I called the last episode. I could be wrong. <laughs> LOL. It was a little while ago. But um, yeah, basically, uh, just this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be talking about... Um, the experiences I had actually in um, CHOP. Yeah, the CHAZ zone. Yep. Remember that in Seattle where the protesters took over part of Seattle Capitol Hill? Yep. It was crazy. It was total anarchy. And so this episode I'm going to be talking about my experience that I had in there. And what I felt. Alright. So I I just want to pray. For this time. Oh. Thank you Jesus. Lord thank you for the people that are listening. To this podcast. Thank you for. Everything that. You have done for me. And everything that you've done. For these people here listening. Father God. Just thank you God. Thank you that you let me go into the shop to share your light into the darkness, Father God. Thank you that I'm here to tell these people and encourage people to share their light in the darkness. I thank you and I praise you, God. In your name, amen. All right, so I just wanted to share my uh, kind of testimony, kind of what I've seen um, during the time um, down there while we were uh, um, in um, Seattle at the CHOP zone, um, CHAZ zone, whatever you want to call it. I think one part was CHOP, one part was CHAZ, um, the way they had it set up. Um, so basically, um, want to know how I got to, um, go there. Well, my church, actually my pastor, he actually, he actually invited me there to go with him. He was originally invited, um, 
<coughs> by uh, Prophet uh, Charlie Champ. He's the guy who comes to our church. Um, he's been on um, a lot of different things. Um, he lives in Raven Falls, um, North Carolina, I believe it is. Maybe it's South Carolina. Well, one of those. But anyways, um, anyways, he was invited by him originally and um, to go there. And um, he actually didn't really want to go to Moravian Falls. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry. He really did not want to go to CHOP um, with Charlie. Because, um, and Charlie was flying in um, to go to it because he knows, knew what was going on. You know, because of course it was across national news, probably even world news, what was going on in Seattle. And, um, everything. And so my pastor, he didn't really want to go to it. Um, but he figured, well, (laughs) why not go? Um, if anything happens to Charlie, you know, he's there for him. Um, his exact words, (laughs) but, um, and so, you know, I was, I was actually surprised that Charlie was actually going. I was actually thrilled that Charlie was going. Um, I actually wanted to go even before I heard that Charlie was going to be going down there, but I didn't know who to go with. Um, I did hear some people um, that attend our church um, actually said that they were going down there, but um, I never got the invite or anything. Um, I wanted to put together a group actually originally to go there but then I heard that Charlie was going and um and then I got invited by my pastor and uh mostly to actually take video of what was going on and so um I said yes I jumped on it right away um I wanted to also be a light into the darkness. I wanted to shine the light of God into the darkness. You know, like I've been preaching, preaching on my previous podcasts that we are to be a light into the darkness, especially during this time um, of everything that's going on with these, with these protests and um, this whole pan, so-called pandemic um, thing, you know that's going on and um so i'll tell you some things that were going on so yes i said yes i went with them and took our uh, our church van down there parked our parking garage and uh went went down there and um we talked to a bunch of people and um took some video um of us doing that there was one guy um his name was lord dotty um he went by that rap name we didn't know his official real name uh, we went to the uh, black light they had a big fist uh made out of wood looked like a, made out of pallets a bunch of pallets or something or fence boards or something we were going to go there to take our picture in front of that just for the heck of it and um, and he comes out and he goes, 
hey man, we uh, to do that we need to take a donation to support the cause and like all right, all right, um, we don't have any money right now, but uh, um, you know we at, we introduced who ourselves ourselves to him, and um, we just you know we didn't go there to beat him up with the word of God. We didn't go there, you know, repent or burn or anything like that. We just were there to go into the darkness and invade the darkness with the light. And we just prayed for him. We asked him, um, you know, personal questions about him. Um, and we, we asked him for, if there was any thing he needed healed, um, any healing for, and, um, yeah, he, he, he was just soaked in the presence of God. We just, um, and then the next day we came back, we, we, we came back to chop and, um, we saw him again and, um, he, he became a Christian. Um, he became a Christian. He, he, uh, we gave him a, t- a tip for, uh, just to get our pictures taken in front of the of the thing of the big mural thing but um um I remember going down there um kind of back up a little bit um but I remember going down there the first day that we were down there um you know first first going in there I just had you know, as we were walking up, I walking up to the chop zone from the car. I just, I don't know. I felt, and before going there, I felt kind of nervous because I've never been in this situation before in this type of atmosphere. And it was really getting to me. And But I knew that people were praying. People were praying nationwide for us. Thousands and thousands of people were praying for us. And it just felt um, awkward at first. But when then when you get in there, when you, when we got in there, um, it just felt I just felt the peace in the presence of God just all around us, all around us, protecting us wherever we laid our foot into that place. And it just felt so good because we were covered by the blood of the lamb. We were covered by his angels that were there in chop. There were angels all around. And one of the scary, the only scariest parts that I felt around there was a guy walking around with a machete um, trying to find somebody um, I think probably the person who attacked the who shot the kid the night before or something but he he was walking around trying to find somebody yelling and he saw us and he goes welcome to chop or something like that and or something like that and um, that was the only frightening part um to us but um there's also this uh we could totally tell that they were antifa people um just the stuff that they had on and everything 
Um, we were praying for some people and um, they were, they were just, they know that we were praying for people and they were like, don't pray for people. You're not allowed to pray for people. Um, and uh, I mean, we didn't interact with that guy or anything like that. Um, he was just telling us, trying to tell us what to do and everything, but um, that didn't really, that didn't really affect anything at all. Um, it was just a distraction more than anything. There, um, when we were praying for people, pe- pe- people were getting distracted. The enemy, enemy was distracting um, from what needed to be taken place. Um, what needed to be spread into the darkness. That's what will happen all the time. When you're trying to go on the streets and you're trying to pray for some people, a phone will ring or something, or the friends, the person you're praying for, the friend comes over and distracts things. Um, That's what happens in street ministry. Um, Because the enemy is real and the enemy is trying to fight what is going on. The enemy doesn't want... You know, the enemy doesn't want people to be um, healed. The enemy doesn't want people to be saved. And, uh, but, yeah, it's just amazing. It was just an amazing time. Um, there's one guy who, um, our, one of our persons in our group prayed for. I don't remember who exactly it was. But I don't remember if it was Charlie who prayed for this person. Or was it another guy that was with with us. Um, but he prayed in this... It, the guy with the cane. And uh, this guy... This, this guy, he must have been 20 years old or something. He got healed. He got healed and he didn't need the cane anymore. And um, he was just ecstatic. And um, he... Uh, he couldn't believe it that he got healed and he wanted to to go around with us. He wanted to go around with us and he became a Christian as well too. Um because he 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 saw his healing and he recognized his healing. And uh so he went round around with us as well too. And um I don't know why I'm going back going back but um when I when I was first watching things of Chop, people were actually going in there. Christians were actually going there. Uh, I I don't know if I would say Christians, but I would say people who who say they're Christians, not believing believers, but um, more religious people were going in there, and they were going in there with, with uh, megaphones, and they were saying "turn or burn" and stuff like the "turn or burn" or so, stuff like that. They were pre. They were. They were coming off. They were preaching. The way they were preaching to people was religious, and they were cramming God down their throats, and they were the way they were doing it was offensive. They were um, they were doing it just to yeah, just to. 
condemn them for what they were doing. And so those people were getting dragged out of CHOP and they were getting, um, yeah, they were getting dragged out of CHOP and out of there. And um, I remember watching a video of a guy with a megaphone who was doing that and he was getting literally drugged out of CHOP. All of the protests, all of the people that were living there were ganging up on him and they were dragging him out of CHOP. And that is not the way we went in there. We did not go in there um, damning people. We did not go in there condemning people because John 3.16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, For God did not send his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him may have life. We did not come there condemning people. And that's not what you should do. You should not condemn people. You should love people as Jesus did. But, um... Yeah, another testimony was um, we were um, in the park area um, where they had their tents at. And uh, these three, probably 20-something-year-olds guys were uh, were hanging out on this park bench. And um, it was just, it was amazing. Um, one guy was deaf, actually. And... Um, everything and Charlie he prayed for this deaf guy this deaf guy and uh, I guess he was he was deaf deaf ever since he was like five year five years old I believe and um, he prayed for him and um, he snapped his fingers a few times in his ears uh, and said Jesus into his ears and he could hear he and he 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 could hear he what we are what we were saying to him we were talking so he got healed that was amazing that was an amazing time and we just had so much favor we actually had favor even with the chop people the the people the leaders of chop um with one guy named um, his name was Rico he was technically like at that time the head of CHOP during that time and um, we had a favor with him actually um, they recognized us as the Jesus people um, so it was just I mean it was we were there to not support what was going on but we were there to be a light into the darkness and to shine our light into that place. And so the next day, that Wednesday, um, we, I woke up at 5 a.m. Something woke me up. It's got to it have been God. The Holy Spirit woke me up um, in my bed and told me to go on my phone. And so I went on my phone and sure enough, I was watching on one of the local stations on my phone that 
the Seattle police were coming in there and they were taking over their area of Capitol Hill. They're taking over CHOP. And so right away, I um, I texted my pastor. I know he was, I knew he was up. I waited maybe for like an hour, um, about six o'clock, because I know he gets up early. And um, I sent him the article, what was going on. And it, it took him a while to respond, but um, I asked him, so are, are we still going down there, even though they... They shut it down. And, um, yeah, he's like, yeah, we'll still meet here about 1030. And so we, I think it was about 1030. So we met, I met there. I got in my car. We got ready, got in my car, drove there to our church to meet him, to meet all the guys, the group, took the van in again. And, um, we went, we went down there. We thought we were just going to take pictures or something. Um, but of what was going on, but we met up with people that were at a line that were a part of the chop group that got kicked out um, because people were getting arrested right and left inside there, and uh, to fail to get out because they were failing to get out of that zone. But we met up with them and um, in that zone, and they were some of them were. Um, being trying to be violent towards the cops um they weren't um that were there on the front line there they were yelling at the cops they were cussing at them they were um but they weren't they weren't i mean actually they weren't really violent violent but they were just verbally abusive i could say actually um towards them but uh we were there praying for people on that on that lines like the whole day and um there was one guy his name was rick he was the head security guy of chop he carried two guns in his um pocket or in his uh on his sides but he had a megaphone and he was telling them not to uh be violent towards them not to cross this line the police line that was there um because he said if you did if you do i'm not gonna save you and he was just uh, being being um i don't know what you would call it he was being um just basically uh, helpful and to them being peaceful he told them to, to, to be peaceful and um this one guy i know he wasn't listening to what he was saying and <laughs> one guy was trying to go over the line and he was like dude if you try to go over this line i'm going to tackle you i remember him saying that and um because i don't i don't want you to get hurt you know i don't want you to get in trouble i don't want you to get arrested and um that same guy he like I remember seeing him pouring a beer on the ground and towards the cops in, in kind of anger and stuff and everything. Um, but um, we actually got to pray with that security guard guy, Rick, um, and everything. It was amazing. It was amazing. 
Um, yeah, just this whole time in shop, it was just amazing what God did. And um, it was so good to be in there, to be a light into the darkness and everything. And, um, you know, one, t- one time when we were to backtrack again a little bit, <laughs> um, t- uh, one time when, when we were trying to go into Seattle, um, our van that we were in, that transmission was acting up on us. Um, and you're like, we were hoping we can make it. So we put it in, um, I think we put it in another gear and then it worked fine after that. Um, we just felt that Satan was trying to not, um, have us go and not have us be there, um, with that whole incident with that van but then when we when we went to leave the transmission in the van was acting fine um it was just a spiritual warfare that was going on against us but um yeah so couple days ago last well actually last week I believe it was I got a text um, from my pastor saying hey we're getting the band back together it's like what and um, he goes yeah Charlie has requested um, you guys it was a group text um, to go with to go with us to New York and um, I was like, wow, I was, I was blown away. I'm like, to New York. I'm like, I, I'm like, they're like, yeah, they're, uh, we're getting uh, rooms for you guys. Um, all you have to do is pay for your airfare and everything. And so we'll get that and your food. Um, but God worked it out and I will be going with them back to New York, um, the middle of August next month and everything's booked for that. So I will be going to New York and spreading the light there. And I am just, um, so I guess I'm just so thankful that it's I can't wait I'm just I've never been to the the east coast so this will be a first for me and I can't wait to be a part of something that God is doing and I'm just so happy that (laughs) I can be a part of it I just thank you God for your blessings. I just thank you, God, for blessing us with this opportunity to go to New York, Father God, to share your light into the darkness again, Father God. Thank you, God. Thank you for your blessings. I just pray that no weapon formed against us shall prosper at any time to get to go there 
and why we're there, Father God. But yeah, I just wanted so um yeah, it's just amazing what God is doing. And I just wanted to do something different here. That's why I've kind of told some stories of there of being in Chop. And it was just amazing to see what God did there. It was amazing to be a part of what God did there in Chop and I hope you enjoyed uh, this testimony that I've done. Um, to hear more testimonies, um, I will post a video of some testimonies that we did in shop um, from my church. I recorded them at my church um, for us um, as like a whole line of uh, line of us on the stage who did the testimony. Um, you can also check it out. If you go to SRC Live on um, YouTube, if you search that, you can check that out. It says like Chop Testimonies. Um, and uh, there's two of them you can check out there. All right. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Podcast with Michael Kabisky. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that bell to get notifications on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and soon to be Parlor. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day. Remember, one love, one God, one hope, one peace.